Parents, we are excited to share that Lingo Kids podcasts are now available on Story Button, the stylish audio player for kids, where they can listen to our podcasts and more without having to use a parent's phone or tablet. Connect the player to Wi-Fi and stream all of our newest episodes and listen to your other favorite kid podcasts. Use the code LINGOKIDS to save $10 off your purchase at storybutton.com. Visit their website to learn more. Hey there, welcome to Grown Up with Emily, a Lingo Kids podcast that helps kids discover how to be whatever they want to be. what amusement park has the most rides in the whole world? We'll find out today as we check out the thrill-filled job of amusement park designers. No, no, my... Domino's just keep... Oh, falling. Sorry, Winston. I didn't know you were doing... Well, whatever it is you're doing with all these dominoes. It's fine. Don't worry about it, Emily. What were you doing anyway? Well, I was making a pretend amusement park. Uh, well, a model of one. <laughs> I could actually imagine you having a lot of fun as an amusement park designer. An amusement park designer? Wait, do they get to build super fast roller coasters with lots of twists and turns and loop-de-loops? Yes, but they do even more than that. Amusement parks are way more than just roller coasters after all. Really? Well, what else do they do, Emily? Oh boy, all kinds of things. Some amusement park designers do think up the roller coasters, but others map out where the shops and the restaurants go or how the plants will be designed. But for example, say you and I want to create an amusement park. <gasps> Winston Land. That's what I'll call it. <laughs> okay, sure. Say we want to create an amusement park called Winston Land. Where do you think we should start? Uh, with roller coasters, of course. Not necessarily. Think about the little theme park model you were just building. First, you need some land to build the park on, right? Oh, well, yeah, of course. And you want to make sure there's enough land for all these rides and shops and attractions that you want. Let's pretend these little sticky notes are shops. Where would we place them in your park? Oh, uh, here, here, and uh, here. Okay, great. What else do you need for your park? Um, food stands. Gotta have snacks at a theme park and places to sit and eat. So I'll put them all in the middle here so you can get to them quick if you're really hungry. That's a good idea. What else? Um, well, maybe what the park looks like? Sure, that's definitely something park designers can do. Figure out if you want to have a specific look or a theme for your park. Oh, wait, is that what a theme park is, Emily? Actually, yes, good catch. A theme park is an amusement park that has an overall theme or look. Oh yeah, like Jurassic Park, ah! or uh, King Kong. <laughs> How amazing would it be to be a part of the team that puts such fun-filled places together. Going to work every day would be like, 
Well, going to an amusement park, <laughs> it'd be so fun. But it takes a lot of people to build an amusement park and keep it running properly. And a lot of designers to make sure it all goes to plan, too. Uh-oh. Well, why wouldn't it go to plan, Emily? Throw some fun rides together, make sure people have popcorn and snacks. What could go wrong? It sounds like a good time to me. Well, let me tell you about a story when things didn't go according to plan. Picture this. You're in the middle of a blistering summer in California in 1955. You're outside of a brand new amusement park that's about to have its grand opening with thousands of excited guests. The gates open and the crowd rushes in. They can't wait to see what's in store for them. Okay, that's pretty exciting. What happens next? Then, as you enter the park and walk along the beautiful entryway, you realize your feet are getting stuck to the ground. <gasps> what? what? What do you mean? Like quicksand? Well, not quite, but so sticky that you try to pick up your feet and it goes... Oh, you try to move and it's like your shoes are an icky, sticky bubble gum that someone spit out. Ew! Icky indeed! Oh, now this sounds like a nightmare, Emily. It's actually the story of the opening day of Disneyland. Whoa, 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 this happened? At the Disneyland? Really? Really! Disneyland was the first park Walt Disney opened, and the park designers didn't know what to expect. They invited too many people, so the park was overcrowded. The pavement on the walkways didn't have time to dry, so the sun turned it all goopy. Wow, so that's why people's shoes were getting glued to the ground. Yep, and the water fountains weren't hooked up yet, so many guests got terribly thirsty in the summer heat. That is crazy. I mean, I can't believe so many things went wrong. Exactly, but even though Disneyland's opening had, well, let's say a rocky start, visitors cleaned off their shoes and had a great time strolling down Main Street and riding the Jungle Cruise. And now the Disney Park design team, who they call Imagineers, learned from past mistakes and built amazing parks all over the world. Imagineers. That's a cool word. It's like imagination plus engineers put together. That's right. Actually, why don't we get an up-close and personal look at the job of an amusement park designer, Winston? Close your eyes for me. Uh-oh, okay. I am so excited. Let's go, Emily. This is amazing! Where are we? This is Cedar Point in Sandusky, Ohio. It's widely considered to be one of the greatest amusement parks in the world. It has some of the world's tallest and fastest rides. Whoa! The loop's on that roller coaster! There's one, two, three in a row! I'm getting dizzy just counting it. Okay, let's get to riding. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Not so fast, Winston. We'll definitely be going on a ride or two, but I brought you here to talk about the job. The job of an amusement park designer, right? Hey, look, as long as we get a few rides in, maybe even a roller coaster. <laughs> I promise we will. Speaking of roller coasters, did you know that the idea for roller coasters actually came out of rides made in Russia over 300 years ago? But technically, they weren't roller coasters at all because they had no wheels. No wheels? What do you mean? 
Was it like a, a boat ride? Close. Because it gets so cold in Russia, someone, maybe one of the earliest known park designers, came up with the idea of covering pieces of lumber that were nailed together with thick sheets of ice so that they could slide down icy hills. Oh, like sleds in the wintertime. Yep, only these sleds sometimes had steep drops of 50 to 80 feet. That's the height of three giraffes standing on each other's shoulders. Whoa! Well, that's a big drop for a sled, Emily. But apparently it was such a marvel that Catherine the Great, Empress of Russia at the time, had the designers build a few of them at her palace. <laughs> that's awesome! Okay, so we're here at one of the most famous amusement parks in the world. What's the first thing you notice? Oh, a Ferris wheel! I bet the people can see a lot from way up on top. Park designers put in slower rides like Ferris wheels or merry-go-rounds so that the younger kids can have fun too. Because some of the bigger rides, like the roller coasters, they have strict height requirements. Oh yeah! The signs for some of the big rides do say, must be this tall to ride. And then you have to stand next to the ruler to see if you measure up. You know, I've always wondered, why do park designers do that, Emily? It's mainly for safety reasons. Each ride is designed to fit certain heights to make sure that all the seatbelts and safety bars fit people properly. Whoa, that's the Valraven roller coaster. I heard it broke tons of records when it was invented in 2016. It had the tallest hill that you dropped down at 214 feet or 65 meters. Oh, Emily, can we do that? Can we ride that one, please? <laughs> all right, I knew you'd be down to try it out. Okay, here we go, Emily. The roller coaster's climbing up, up, and up. Check out the way the wheels latch on the sides of the steel tracks to make sure the roller coaster stays on safely. A team of amusement park designers from Switzerland, whose specialties are in math and physics, created this awesome roller coaster. What do math and physics have to do with it, Emily? So the designers use math and physics to make sure all the twists and the turns operate correctly and that they're safe for everyone who rides them. Hold on, here comes the first big drop. <laughs> here we go! crazy to think about all the work that went into the designing and the building of such a massive ride that's just so much fun. Oh, it sure is. I could go on that ride all day. But, uh, I think I need to sit down for a minute, Emily. <gasps> oh, hey, let's rest by that pier near the beach. There's so many colorful flags and fun places to take pictures. <laughs> let's have a sit. So while some park designers use math and physics to create that amazing roller coaster back there, others who have more artistic skills designed this bright and inviting boardwalk. They chose the flowers to plant, the pictures to go on the front of that fun house, like the smiling clown, and everything else. Does that make sense? Well, yeah. The designers really did a great job of making just one place feel like you're going to so many different ones. 
That's true. They're really like storytellers. The designer's goal is to make you feel like you've traveled to a new and exciting place. It's all part of the amusement park illusion. You know, this reminds me of the time I went to Universal Studios and I rode the Jaws ride. You know, the one where you're in a boat and it looks like you're near a little town, even though the town's fake because I tried to use the bathroom. But then a shark jumped out of the water at us and it all felt so real. And I was like, ah, a shark. I bet, Winston. It took a team of designers to build that ride and others to create the fake seaside town that made it feel like you were transported to a totally new place. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah, it really is. So what else do you think amusement park designers have to do for their jobs? Hmm. Well, so some of them design roller coasters and rides, and some of them work on how safe all the rides are too, right? Yep, that's one thing they do. They also have to make sure the parks have comfort for guests all over. For example, a general rule that designers use is that they need to put in one toilet for every 80 guests. Designers also have to think about including quiet areas for mothers with babies, ramps so people with wheelchairs or crutches to get around easily, and first aid stations in case anybody needs a bandage or gets queasy on a ride. Oh boy, that's a lot of stuff to think about. You know, I'd have to draw a map to make sure I remember to add everything. Yeah, and you know, some designers do that, Winston. The ones who are good drawers or illustrators. They use computer programs to lay out the whole park in all its comforts. Oh, drawing ideas for new rides would be so fun. I'd want to draw a crazy dinosaur safari coaster where you go back in time through all these flashing lights like... And then you come out on the other side into a jungle filled with all kinds of scaly dinosaurs and bubbling lava pits. Ooh, that sounds fun. You know, we should get back to the lab so we can work more on your theme park model now that we've picked up some tips. But not before we take a ride on... Steel Vengeance. Steel Vengeance. That roller coaster's massive. It sure is. It's 205 feet or 62 meters high, and it set 10 world records when it opened in 2018. And it's also the world's first hybrid coaster made of both steel and wood. You ready? Are you kidding? I was born ready for this. Let's go. No! Hey there! Thanks so much for joining us to explore the crazy zany job of amusement park designers. Whether you're an artist, a builder, or you simply love going to amusement parks and experiencing fun thrills, there could be an opportunity for you to work at an amusement park someday, too. See you next time! You dream of becoming a dancer, a lion trainer, celebrity chauffeur. Winston, are you curious for more? You know it. Check out Lingo Kids, the number one learning app for kids. They have a ton of original games and videos and songs that are fun, educational, and can help boost your math, reading, and literacy skills. Download the Lingo Kids app and give it a try for free.